Welcome to To Be or Illuminati. I'm your host, Ansley Taylor, and this is Season 1, Episode 1. In this season of To Be or Illuminati, we will discuss the fundamentals of the New World Order, globalists, and the occult, analyze how various theories or conspiracy theories play a role in the bigger picture, and draw connections to the war of good and evil in the Bible. Many conspiracies stem from a bigger tree that appears to root in occultism and the New World Order. I'm sure many of you already have knowledge on this topic, however I will be presenting this conversation for all listeners and people at all stages of their dive down the proverbial rabbit hole. In the simplest of terms, New World Order refers to this grand plan to create a one world government and a one world currency. It is believed that a group of globalists or elites, which are essentially rich and powerful people around the globe who have a lot of influence, they share this plan or desire to make decisions and changes that all lead towards the conception of a one world government uh, and a one world currency. Now this term hasn't only been used within the community of conspiracies, Uh, The phrase New World Order first emerged back in 1972 in the writings of Robert Welch. Now, he founded the John Birch Society, which was a uh, right-wing group. Welch was a staunch Republican. However, his anti-communist views steered him into revelations that ultimately led to his departure from the Republican Party. He was heavily influenced by the 18th century writings of John Robinson and I'm going to butcher this name, but Augustine de Baruel, who believed that both Republicans and Democrats, conservatives, liberals, were willing participants in an all-encompassing conspiracy where insiders, or what we often call Illuminati, globalists, elites, uh, the cabal, these insiders pull the puppet strings and direct the plot toward what he labeled in 1972 as the New World Order. These insiders essentially operate from the shadows and use their influence to attain their ultimate goal. Now, this ultimate goal, like many things, is elaborate and has many components, many elements. However, when it's all said and done, it can be concluded that their plan is to abolish individual freedom and create a world that's governed either by one individual or one government. Take note, though the phrase New World Order has emerged in more recent history, it appears that this plan reaches as far back as the Old Testament, and I would argue that it directly connects to an opposing religion to Christianity. Now, this opposing religion goes by many names. most commonly Satanism, occultism, paganism, uh, maybe Illuminati, high-ranking Freemasons. There's different ways to look at it. But just like Christianity has Jesus and the disciples, this opposing religion has the Antichrist and, you know, 
things like demons and fallen angels. The Bible says principalities. We're talking about these kinds of things. Uh, you know, but that's a topic for another episode that gets deep in itself. Now, on September 11th, 1990, President George Bush, the father, he gave a declaration of the New World Order in his speech to Congress and to the world. Uh, in this f- first New World Order speech, he stated the following, and I'm going to skip the first part um, and just cite the latter part. Once again, Americans have stepped forward to share a tearful goodbye with their families before leaving for a strange and distant shore. At this very moment, they serve together with Arabs, Europeans, Asians, and Africans in defense of principle and the dream of a new world order. That's why they sweat and toil in the sand and the heat and the sun. And this serves as a great example of how in the grand scheme of things, Political figures who are members of this opposing religion, whether it be a secret society, Satanism, occultism, however you want to label it, um, but they are cut from the same cloth, making the R or D that comes out of their name, essentially, comes after their name, is essentially null and void. And as we will see throughout this uh, season, symbolism is very important. Um... Speaking of which, let's take a look at some symbolism. Um, On the reverse side of the American $1 bill, we see the Great Seal of the United States design, which was created in 1935. Now on this image, we see a pyramid on the left-hand side with the Latin phrase Novus Ordo Seclorum. This translates from Latin to English as New Order of the Ages. Now, in addition to text, we also find other notable symbolism, uh, the all-seeing eye, the pyramid. This evidence serves as one of the many links between modern American occultism and the old world, namely Egypt, which we will explore more in the future. But it's important to note that symbolism is most often hidden in plain sight and gives people like us clues to the beliefs and plans of this opposing religion, or secret society. Globalists are big players in this grand plan, and a great example of a globalist is Klaus Schwab. Schwab is a German economist who founded the World Economic Forum. Now, on their website, their mission says... The forum engages in the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. Another really good example of a globalist elite is George Soros. He's a Hungarian-American businessman who made his multi-billion dollar fortune primarily through hedge funds and hedge fund management. He's a very controversial character in the political world. Uh, And if you have time to research him and his past, I highly recommend it can provide a lot more insight into his role in all of this. Um, But seemingly, his donations to various organizations, individuals, seem to be working towards ushering in the New World Order. Now, a lot of these globalists and elites 
work from the shadows, and we don't know who all of them are, but some other very important names to recognize in this conversation are the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. And these go way back. With all of this said, I would like to present some current events that may have some connections to the New World Order. Um, A lot of people speculate that they're directly connected. Um, Some of these events are believed to be serving as a sort of test run for methods to be used when ushering in the New World Order, or maybe even a front to funnel money towards those who are making this plan become a reality. Um, So first, let's take a look at our favorite elite, uh, Bill Gates and his Event 201. On October 18th, 2019, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation partnered with the John Hopkins Center for Health Security and none other than the World Economic Forum. This trio partnered together to host Event 201, which was a large-scale pandemic exercise that worked to prove how public and private partnerships would be necessary during a response to a major pandemic. In short, Event 201 presented a simulation of the outbreak of a novel coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people, which which led to a high-level pandemic. Uh, This simulation took place just a month before the first reported COVID-19 case, which came out of China. Now, this may just be a a coincidence, or it may be related in some way. Uh, According to their website for Event 201, it stated, Experts agree that it is only a matter of time before one of these epidemics becomes global, a pandemic with potentially catastrophic consequences. A severe pandemic, which becomes Event 201, would require reliable cooperation among several industries, national governments, and key international institutions. Now, in response to all of the conspiracies that have uh, risen from this, USA Today fact-checked this, and in their fact-check, they stated... A Bill Gates-backed pandemic simulation in October did not predict COVID-19. Now, while it is true that this simulation didn't predict COVID-19 specifically and by name, um, it was actually designed around a zoonotic coronavirus and bears a lot of similarities. Um, So we all experienced COVID and know how that went, so I'm not going to rehash all of that, but I do want to evaluate some key points from the responses around the globe to this pandemic and how they may show a direct link toward the new world order. On the World Economic Forum's website, they state that there is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis. To improve the state of the world, the World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. So, out of this large pandemic, the real pandemic, um, came a concept called the Great Reset. Um, 
and this great reset essentially is a corporate takeover of global governance that affects our vaccines, our food, our data, and things like that. Without getting too deep into what the Great Reset is, um, as I kind of want to use this episode just as a fundamentals of the New World Order, I want to point out that the Great Reset places emphasis on a global cooperation to reshape capitalism, to reshape the economy. So this idea of global cooperation kind of mirrors the New World Order vision of a one-world government amongst the globe and a one-world economy amongst the globe. Um, So Klaus Schwab essentially believes that there's this lack of a system for global governance that can address problems such as a pandemic. So one could argue that under the guise of this pandemic, emerges this pretty package to kind of usher in a new world order type of situation. So COVID-19 pandemic essentially helped accelerate these changes and acted as somewhat of a Trojan horse to bring in these New World Order principles, beliefs, ideas, and mask them as the Great Reset. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said, This is a chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges. So this idea of creating a global um, unity, global system of economics or governance was already in the process of being reimagined prior to this pandemic. And this pandemic helped facilitate the implementation of a program or, you know, whatever you want to call the Great Reset. Interestingly, Bill Gates came out and said, if every country does what Australia did, then you wouldn't be calling the next outbreak a pandemic. He further went on to say that Australia's COVID response is the gold standard that should be followed. I don't know if you remember, but I certainly remember watching crazy footage coming out of Australia where people were being arrested for not staying in their houses, for protesting lockdowns. Um, They were following people with helicopters. I mean, there was insane stuff happening there, but that's the gold standard according to Bill Gates. Let's explore some of these gold standards um, that Australia implemented. So South Australian authorities can use any force necessary. Um, They have broad powers under their emergency declaration. So 
This includes the ability for authorized officers to break into any land, building, structure, or vehicle using whatever force necessary, direct or prohibit the movement of people, animals, or vehicles, place people in quarantine, order people to undergo medical exams, tests, or treatments, and compel people to give information. Um, if... Oh, and police in uniform do not have to show their credentials in order to enforce these powers. If that doesn't sound like fascism, uh, I don't know what does. Um, And if that doesn't remind you of this ultimate plan to abolish personal freedoms, I don't know what does. So another thing we saw was with the vaccines being forced, mandated, people lost their jobs, um, you know, and they lost their individual freedoms to choose if they wanted to become vaccinated or not. And of course, you know, down the line, more data comes out. The CDC reveals this data that the vaccines do not, in fact, prevent you from becoming infected and they do not uh, prevent transmission. And the courts have gone through all these trials and essentially a lot of these people who had lost their job were supposed to get their job back and back pay. But that doesn't change the devastation and that doesn't apply to everyone. But again, there's that concept of taking away or abolishing personal freedoms. Now let's shift to the Ukrainian-Russian war and explore what many say are links to the New World Order. Um, So in an interview of President Joe Biden, um, or it was a a business roundtable meeting, he stated, Now is a time when things are shifting. There is going to be a New World Order out there and we've got to lead it. So take that however you want. Um, there is a lot of money going to the Ukraine war. The United States donated about $50 billion, and that's Congress-approved money. We're not even talking about individual donations from regular people. Um, so, so it's a big funnel for a lot of money. let's take a look at another quote um in an interview on fox news kira rudik uh, a ukrainian mp stated we not only fight for ukraine we fight for this new world order for the democratic countries so of course this again makes you think why do they use that terminology I'd like to end this segment, um, or this episode, with a couple of quotes from the Bible that I feel may be linked to this 
uh, New World Order and End Times Prophecy. Um, Daniel 7.23 ESV. Thus he said, as for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. And another one, Revelation 13, 16 to 18, ESV. Also, it causes all, both great, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is 666. Thank you for listening to episode one of To Be or Illuminati. Be. I hope you enjoyed it, and please bear with me as I work on refining and improving the quality of these future episodes. I look forward to talking to you and diving deeper down the rabbit hole together.